Hey guys, I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson here in Contest Prep University for the third episode of our series, Meal Management. We covered pre and post workout, and Adam, I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of lump together now the rest of the meals instead of saying, hey, let's talk about breakfast and then lunch. Because I know uh, for a lot of people, it's, you know, they're, they're almost like numbered. It's like, oh, here's meal one, here's meal two. It's not necessarily a standard type of meal. So I would say, knowing that we've talked about pre and post-workout, of course, one of those three meals, meal times, probably will become one of your pre and or post-workout meals. So if I train in the morning, I've got my little pre-workout snack, and then my post-workout is my breakfast. Um, but starting there, I will tell you the, the most successful way I've ever competed is by training in the morning, which I really don't like. I, I despise training first thing in the morning. But once you get in that habit, uh, it does make your day go great. I mean, you feel better, all of that good stuff. And for some reason, I always seem to be able to get leaner and retain more lean body mass by training in the morning. And I, I would like to think maybe it's because testosterone is supposedly a little bit higher in the morning. But it could also just be that combination of how I'm stacking my food around that particular first meal of the day, you know, my, my workout versus the rest. But I would always do what I mentioned for my pre-workout, little oatmeal, protein powder, something like that. And then I had a pretty standard meal, which would be something like two pancakes that I would make with some egg whites or two pancakes with even... Uh, you know, four or five ounces of turkey or chicken, but I would always make kind of that that breakfast type sandwich with pancakes, which maybe sound odd, but I always felt like that was kind of an earned thing. I had trained really hard and and it it just worked well. So what do you like to do for your personal breakfast? Yeah. So, you know, if I were training, it's going to be small. Um, you know, it's cool because between us, you can definitely tell the difference between you being able to kind of have maybe a larger meal. And I wouldn't say you're necessarily a big eater by any meals, but by any means, but, um, I definitely eat small before I train. Um, there, something takes me back to, uh, like cross country when I would run races. Um, and that's some of the most, uh, intense activity, you know, and exercise you can do. And I just wouldn't want to eat much pre and, uh, People are like, you need to eat something after. I'm like, I can have a protein shake and that's about it. So I, I'm someone who doesn't digest well if I have too much pre-workout. So um, a pre-workout breakfast for me might be just like a, a small amount of protein, just like from egg, egg whites, um, a couple yolks. And then I might just throw that on like two rice cakes and call it a day. And I might only do two full eggs and one white. So actually way smaller than what I normally would do throughout the day. Now, if I weren't training, that might expand to like six whites and two yolks. And then we would be looking at like, you know, three or four pieces of a whole wheat bread or something like that if I'm not training. One of the things I think of for competitors in a calorie deficit is it's kind of an oxymoron, but I, I really find that almost one of two paths works well for people. Just kind of a standard breakfast, like we've described. You know, let's say you're not training in, in the morning. So you wake up and you have your egg whites, a slice of toast or oatmeal, something like that. Some people would do just oatmeal and protein powder and some fruit or something. 
other people like you say, I'm just not a big breakfast eater or I just, you know, I, I like smaller meals. And so one of the things that I would always experiment with is exactly how that made me feel. If I could just do a couple egg whites or, you know, a couple eggs, virtually low carbs or no carbs, if I was trying to save them for later times and, and workouts in the day. Uh, and that might be okay. Other times, maybe just a little carbohydrate. But another thing I think that is totally appropriate for people, especially as more and more people experiment with, with different forms of intermittent fasting is, you know, if you're not hungry right away in the morning, feel free to delay for a couple of hours. And I've done that at different times of my life. And I really do feel better waiting until I get hungry. So maybe two or three hours after I wake up, then I have breakfast. And every once in a while, I'm just not hungry and I forget and it's lunch all of a sudden. And so I've almost created a true intermittent fasting kind of window, but I really think it does come down to people experimenting with, with different forms and see what works for them. Absolutely. Um, you know, and that's the best thing about macros. You can experiment with a lot of different things versus being stuck with a meal plan where you're just not digesting it well. Um, also, you're dividing the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And also just to be able to, you know, plan things around family, plan things around events. It's what you do in the long game of this is going to be more important than the, you know, one great prep you have. What if you have five great preps because you're flexible? You have more of a chance of getting your pro card and succeeding in the sport with that kind of dynamic. Well, I did exactly what I said we weren't going to do, which is I spent the entire episode just on meal one or breakfast. So uh, we'll go back to plan A. And now in our next episode, we'll talk about lunch and dinner and some of those later in the day meals. So stay tuned for Contest Prep University, episode four coming up.